It's Wednesday, February 17th, and on today's episode, we're reviewing Keenan, starring Keenan Thompson, Tuesday nights on NBC. Do you know this guy? Yeah, he's from SNL. Anything else? Uh, Keenan and Kel, I think. Like in Nickelodeon in the early, was it the early 90s? Mid 90s, late 90s. Anything else? No, that's about it. He's done a lot of stuff, and so we're going to take a quick dive into his career. You've heard of the Mighty Ducks, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you know about him? I guess know that it was a hockey movie, right? It was uh, three hockey movies and one animated movie. I think I only ever saw the first one. But you did see the first one? Yeah, although when I was really young. He wasn't in that one. Okay, so I'm guessing he was in the third one then. He was in the second and the third one. Uh, same character? Yes. It's funny how we think of today as Stranger Things and the kids being cast really well, and you know that they're going to become famous for it later on. But if you look at the Mighty Ducks kids, a lot of them have become famous. So, like, you have Joshua Jackson, Dawson's Creek, The Affair, like, he's done a thousand things. Foggy from Daredevil. Um, he, he was in the Mighty Ducks movie? Yeah, he started off as a kid. Keenan. You had Margaret Morneau, Moreau, who probably is the least famous, but she was in Wet Hot American Summer as one of the starring roles. And then you have Jesse Smollett. <laughs> I know. He's from Empire and Drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember his sister's also in Lovecraft County Country. Well, I was also going to say that whenever you look at kids' movies, you always see, like, kids that became famous. Also, like, Jesse Plemons, I remember, was in the uh, Light Mike movies, right? Yes. But something interesting with Keenan's movies in particular is they tend to form a cult following. So Mighty Ducks definitely had three movies because of the fandom and service it had. But there's also a podcast out there that's had over 200 episodes called The Quack Attack. <laughs> it was about production for that movie. I don't know if it's just production. I think it's just going in-depth on, like, three one-hour-and-a-half movies. Do they star the actors? No, I don't think so. I think it's just okay. people who are really into the movies. But then, as you said, he went on to be in Nickelodeon's All That and Keenan and Kel. And I never really watched those. Do you know anything about All That? No, not I, at all. I found out that it's kind of like Nickelodeon's SNL. Oh, okay, yeah. I, so it's like the Amanda Bynes show for uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, I think they combined those because she was around that time period, too. The height of Nickelodeon 2000-ish. Also, conveniently, the time when they started making movies. Like the Good Burger thing, right? Like the Good Burger thing, which Lorne Michaels actually took to his grandchildren, too, at the time. So it was kind of funny that he later on was in SNL. What do you mean he took to his grandchildren, too? Oh, like the he took it to the theater? Was it really that confusing a statement? All right. Well, it, I, I feel just... like everybody remembers the first time they saw a Good Burger, by the way. I never saw it. Okay, so then you don't. I remember it being advertised all the time when I was younger. Like, Nickelodeon kept playing it over and over and over again. And yet you never decided to watch it? No. Probably was watching Disney Channel at the time or something. You got like 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. But again, cult following. That one's probably the biggest cult following. And they had a reunion, the, right? Because, yeah, they've had plenty of reunions. Because it was basically Keenan and Kel. And the Keenan and Kel show, I didn't really watch. But apparently it was kind of like Pinky and the Brain. Where Keenan would like get into these hijink scenarios where he'd be trying to make money. Or they'd be high schoolers like getting in trouble. And then Kel would just be along for the ride. So Kel was the Pinky then? Yes, he was okay. the Pinky. But when Good Burger came out in the 90s, it was only the second Nickelodeon movie that ever came out. The first one was uh, I Spy, Harriet. Like I don't even, yeah, I, I never saw I saw the poster in it with, from Blockbuster all the time. The only Nickelodeon movies I remember coming out during my time was like the Timmy Turner versus Jimmy Neutron movies. Those are all TV movies. There was definitely a Jimmy Neutron 
Well, I think that the last... There was a Doug movie, there was a Jimmy Neutron movie, there was a Rugrats movie. There were three Rugrats movies, and then there were Spongebob movies. Well, yeah, I saw the Spongebob movies in theaters, and then I also saw The Last Airbender, which was the live-action remake. Yeah, and they were planning to make, like, sequels to those. Yeah, I know. But Keenan wasn't in any of those. What he was in was Fat Albert. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, right. I remember, like, he, his, like, shirt started to get more and more, like, light red. I thought it was a on. bit much when they replaced all of uh, Bill Cosby's parts with Kevin Spacey. And then they had to replace okay, yeah, Kevin oh, Spacey's right, yeah, parts no. with... No, okay, yeah, I'll, I should probably just get to the actual show. Well, before we do that, <laughs> did you know that before Keenan and Kel, which is what people want... People want Kel to show up in his show, Yeah, Kenan. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they kept on asking on the internet, and he has no plans to so far. They are okay. thinking about doing a reboot of the... Not all that, but the Keenan and Kel show. But how would Keenan do that with But there Kenan? were there were a few other pitches that were famously denied before the keenan and kel show got it aired like okay. it became aired first one was keenan and mel and it starred 70 year old mel brooks as an elected on, president who adopts keenan and they go and live in the white I, house this isn't true <laughs> it's it's a show about a kid who this goes and lives in the white keenan house and mel. <laughs> you couldn't be more obviously big okay fine keenan and dell the story of a boy learning about the internet have it I was you shelved since they realized Dell wasn't going to foot the bill. How about you give me one that, that isn't Keenan and then a like rhyming Fine. Okay, name. the real one that got canceled before Keenan and Kel was actually Keenan and Kel. See Grammar. And yeah, this no, was a story true. that okay, came no, out no, after no, Frasier. No. <laughs> and you, you don't buy any so, of those. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. So, yeah, they did Good Burger. He went on. Also, there's a bunch of uh, Nickelodeon movies that are still like in um, production hell. If that makes sense? Yeah, development. Ecto Boy. Ecto Boy. <laughs> Ecto Boy is out there. That was just the one. And then there's also the Tintin series. There's a second Tintin movie. I knew that. that so, oh, that wait. Never got because released. the first one was made by Nickelodeon. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. St- Steven Spielberg? Is that right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's it's stuck in there somewhere. Someone has to go fish it out. Yeah, and like you said, I think that M. Night Shyamalan, even up to a couple of years ago, was still planning on making the last Airbender sequels. But so, the actual Keenan... Yeah, the Keenan show, we'll get into it, I promise. Keenan, he Thompson went on to be in SNL for 17 years. He plans to go for at least 20. Yeah, he's, is that a record? Yeah, he's he's the record was 14 seasons. So And okay, that was Daryl yeah. Hammond. Um, this isn't his first attempt at a television show, and... Let's talk about that a little bit. You know his series, What's Up With That, in the um, yeah. for the segment yeah. in SNL? Yeah. The person who made that was Brian Tucker with him, collaborator. Mm-hmm. And they also did Black Jeopardy together. And they tried to do a pilot. That was the one with, um, uh, was that Tom Hanks? I, I think they've done several ones. Oh, okay. So just a full sketch idea. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're thinking of the MAGA one, right? Yeah. Okay. And so then there was also... Um, so they had a 30-minute pilot that was shot, didn't go anywhere. Later on, he tried to do one with Mindy Kaling's people, the oh, okay. people who made her show. Yeah. And it was about a volunteer firefighter, that, but it, it also didn't That doesn't sound, up. yeah, that doesn't sound too appealing. Yeah. So then they decided on this show, and he's kind of following in the footsteps of a lot of... A lot of people, yeah. The make, I know, was... It's always well, I was going to say Brooklyn Nine-Nine, 30 Rock. Parks and Rec, well, Portlandia, Documentary Now, The Last Man on Earth, Ted Lasso. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because you're mentioning a lot of shows that kind of did the alums. early... alums. Alums, but also shows that kind of had the first-person perspective to it, and then the um, and then the actual show. I feel like with this, they just took the first-person interviews out of it and just kind of kept what you would normally see 
actually going on. What do you mean? Like, you know the feeling of The Office when you get the person speaking to the camera and then you actually see the storyline progress? Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Trial and Error and all that stuff. It feels like you're getting the storyline progressing, but they just took out the interview part of it. So the workplace part of it. It's a workplace story. Yeah. But this isn't like that. Well, no, this is like that. because Because, yeah, he's hosting a show called... Uh, the morning show or something, right? Yeah, it has his name in it. And then, I, I didn't get through all the alums things though. Like there was oh, also God. some bad ones in there because I want Bobby Moynihan's thing. Yeah, me, myself, and I. But also Mulaney. And the thing about this <laughs> show and Mulaney is that both stars their actual name in the title. Well, that's what I was gonna say. A lot of these shows do that, and I don't understand why because they don't share their last. Well, they Mulaney does, but here it doesn't share their last name. Like a lot of shows have like Larry well, Thompson's his last name. Yeah, and it's Keenan Williamson here. Yeah, I know that he kept his first but name. But I don't understand that wasn't why the they origi- kept his first name. Well, it wasn't the original title. The original title was Saving Larry. Saving Larry? Saving Larry, and his name was supposed to be Larry Biscovitz. <laughs> so what made them change it to Keenan? Well, they thought it's hard to sell Keenan Thompson as Larry Biscovitz. Yeah, and that so- sounds like a Jewish last name. <laughs> And so they switched it. (laughs) And so when he told that to Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon said he would star in the second season with him as his next door neighbor, Larry Witz. Yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, but here, well, I think they changed it for the better. Here, it also has Chris Red this show. So, and he's in Chris SNL. Yeah. Yeah. It also had Chris Rock in it directing the pilot when it was called The Keenan Show last year. But then that one, it was too dark. And they had to do reshoots. I'm not lying. Wait, what? Chris Rock. So you're saying Chris Rock shot the pilot to this? It ended up being too dark. Well, there were. This is so much going on right now. There were four titles to the show. The first one was Saving Larry, and then there was Saving Keenan, and then it went to the Keenan Show, and now it's just Keenan. But when it was the Keenan Show and they shot the pilot for it, that was probably the closest it got to air before this. This was in 2019. They showed it off to all the like people you show it to, or they yeah, called like the, the test producers. Groups. Oh yeah, no test groups, yeah. test groups and stuff. And they were like, "Why are you concentrating so much on the mom's death?" So I guess well, this does still concentrate on the mom's death. Or yeah, but they Corey. they lined it up a lot. Yeah, and I can and tell. they recast some people like um, what's his face, the father-in-law, Don Johnson or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, from oh, you're saying the actual name. Yeah, the actor, yeah. He was a replaced, or he was the replacement to Andy Garcia, who was originally That would have been interesting. But yeah, no, this basically, it focuses on... And he used to be a real estate employer, or like he'd work in real estate, Keenan did. And now they switched it to him being a talk yeah, show Yeah, he's host. a talk show host for like this Good Morning America Because they felt it was thing. more easy to sell him as that. And it is. Um, I think, it, so basically, the first episode focuses, we see Keenan, he's a family man, he's someone who cares for his two daughters. We have Chris Red. Uh, what's his name in the show again? Uh, Gary. Yeah, Gary. And basically, he's his manager. And uh, Keenan keeps on going to these good morning shows. But whenever he has to reveal something about his wife, he always has a big mix-up. Like, it's always something where he snaps. And so the audience is always, like, kind of holding their breath. And his director's coming to him a lot of mean, like, look, you got to, like, calm down. Everything's going to be fine. And then, uh, basically, his kids persuade him to talk more about his mother just in is general. He like, is he, like, a Mr. Rogers type? Because no. this is reminding me of the Jim Carrey thing where he, he kept on kind of snapping on set and then they were like, you gotta, you gotta calm down. That's Jim not, Carrey. yeah, that's actually not a bad comparison. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of like that because he gets, 
continually always gets mad whenever he has to talk about his wife because you can still tell that he really cares for her and is sad that she's dead. Um, and then finally, he, he's raising two daughters though. Yeah. That's his. That's his main gist. Yeah. And do you meet the kids in the first yeah, episode? Yeah, you do. Yeah, they're the first thing you see. Their names are. Um, well, I can tell Arby. you what their names in real life. Danny and Dana Lane. So they I, are sisters in real life. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think their names in the show are Arby and Birdie, I believe. Okay. And so basically, yeah, the, he does everything for his kids. It's all he cares about. Um, and then he ends up insulting some stay-at-home moms because he talks about the fact, it, just after this whole entire big joke happens, he ends up having to go on air, apologize for insulting stay-at-home moms, and that's kind of where the episode ends. Is he doing, like, interviews for the morning show, or is he doing, like, the weather? No, he's, he's like, one of the main hosts, because they have the weather. I think her name's Pam, and then they so have... he's, like, the local morning Yeah, he's show the first person you see whenever... For Georgia. Yeah, whenever they open up, he's always the first person you see as a tagline, which is, like, I don't care who you slept with, but always you're going to spend your morning with Keenan, because that's... <laughs> and then, okay. You know the people will laugh. This it reminds is... me of the servant lady, the one who who's the, the plays the mom character in that scary show but she always keeps her job no matter what she does because she's off time for a good few months as she's having her baby and then going through postpartum depression right and and, and then she just gets her job back immediately she can just go to work whenever yeah and this is like a pretty predictable show it's laid out beat by beat i don't think that they were trying to make anything new i saw i was surprised to see that lauren michaels was an executive producer for this thing you were surprised by that yeah i think he executively produces everything he even executively produces seth meyer's show jimmy fallon's show like in well with the pitches that you're mentioning it obviously they sound this one sounds i think the it's best. In, his, in the contract of every snl employee that if they go on to become famous in any other show that lauren michaels gets a credit <laughs> well yeah you're probably not wrong about that but i don't see what especially the main nbc i don't see what the main intrigue of making keenan especially this show is going to really like grab audiences attention with. well i do have a couple questions the first is compared to mr mayor because you also watched yes. that this is another nbc show yeah do I you thought, think that it lives up to that i thought i was going to hate this show the most this is probably the best comedy i've seen that's just pure out comedy it's definitely better than mr mayor it's better than the last one i did with kevin james uh, this one, A, doesn't have a laugh track. Yeah, the crew. <laughs> that was. But this one doesn't have a laugh track. It does have funny moments in it. Um, I think that Chris Red actually was the worst, which is weird because usually I don't like the show, but I like the friend that they have in it. This one was the opposite where it's like, this show is fine, but I felt like his character was just a little too out there. Well, Keenan's used to playing the everyman character, like making the face when, when people do something and weird around him. And making the voice. He has that weird voice thing where like he will suddenly get really dramatic and like his lips will go like really like thin and I, I don't want to recreate it because I do a terrible job at it, but he does it here too and it works and he's probably the best part of the whole entire show. Okay. Um, one of the things that I noticed when I was reading the plot was that it feels like they're rehashing a lot of the same plots from stuff we've done very oh, recently. Yeah. Like, The Great North was about a single dad raising, her ki- raising his kids too, and even in that show we had talked about how similar that was to other things. So and rehashing. Full House, Horsing Around, Council <laughs> of Dads. Yeah. It, 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 something about having the parent be, be like it's a single parent because their spouse is right. dead or because they've left or something and am I being too callous, or is there anything that makes this specifically better, or does it have potential to be better? No, I, I can't see this being picked up for another season. 
it had jokes that I had heard before too. Like I remember in the office, Kevin was like at the very end, he's like, I got six numbers tonight, one more number and it would have been a full number. And then the first like scene of the show, you have Chris Red coming in being like, I got nine numbers at the club, one more number and I would have gone the full thing. And I was it like- It reminds me of like when John Mulaney would do his stand-up specials and then you watch the pilot to his first episode. Right. And half of them were just jokes that he literally copied from yeah. his- And I got the reason, like it's his life, but at the same- same time it also felt a little it's the same with like auntie donna's when they did their web series and it's like they're kind of redoing the same jokes that they did in the actual netflix yeah but that was that was funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so i mentioned that chris rock came in to direct the original premiere before it got that episode yeah the person who created the show is also the co-creator of superstore and because Mm -hmm. that's oh we brought that up last uh last podcast too Mm -hmm. her name is uh Jackie Clark, and there's also David Caspi, who is from Happy Endings, and they added a lot more comedy to it. Um, probably, as you were saying, taking some of their own old jokes and putting them in there. I think one of the best jokes that they had in this was that um, the dad, for some reason, is betting on This Is Us plot twists, and I am almost assured because later on in the episode of This Is Us promo comes on, yeah, and it's, it's like next, and I'm, not to the- I'm almost assured that that wasn't even something NBC added. I think they just had that in the episode so when they gave it to nbc it's like, in the universe you know like the <laughs> nbc universe they're the peacock flag i'm not even sure if it was the next thing that they were showing that's a that's a funny thing i know that they were like advertising i don't Jimmy know if it's Fallon. on tuesday nights it seems like an odd place so for yeah this so when i said next i was like yeah that's funny um one thing that keenan thompson did to prepare for playing such a role having lost someone is he looked at Patton oswald who lost his wife mm. but he didn't actually talk to him about it which i think is probably the right move yeah considering that this is for like a comedy role it would be a little bit well even if it was for any like tv role i wouldn't want to bring that up in any way yeah. what do you think the balance is from comedy to drama in what way you said that the ending thing, he got in trouble for, was it? Was there ever any real cost? Did you feel like there was a significant, like... No, no. But I, in fact, that, that also had one of the funniest jokes because basically they have a uh, author there and she's trying to sell her book about a baby. And then he starts making jokes about how if his wife was still alive, she'd say that, you know, I could push a ton of babies out as a stay-at-home mom. And then, like, the audience kind of gasps at that. And then he tries to recover for it. And he's even like, no, no, no. In, in all in all, it probably goes troopers, stay-at-home moms, and working moms. And then below that is uh, 9-11 first responders. And then <laughs> it's like, I didn't mean to mention 9-11. And so, so that, yeah, it goes into that awkward joke. Yeah. But does the rant, like, turn into anything like Sports Night, where at the end of it... No, this isn't going to have any type of um, really serious, like, moments, I feel like. Because what I was reading was that that was the ending of the show in the first episode, was that they tried to redeem him. Oh, yeah, they definitely tried to redeem him. But the ending of the first episode is basically... (laughs) This was funny. He was, like, a baby, or supposed to be playing, like, a kid in this 90s show, and Corey, his wife was playing the mom in that 90s show so then whenever they were showing the blooper reel of it like he the mom had to kiss him goodnight, and it always got way too sexual so oh, yeah because the wife's character was only cast as three years older than right, him yeah. in the show that they had been about yeah one of the things it says he's a retired actor and i was wondering if they did a bunch of flashbacks to his previous like shows because no. that would be a good oh okay. that, that would have been a good opportunity though yeah the other common trope that I saw was that there's an in-law with Don Johnson's character, mm-hmm. Rick, right? Yeah. And he's not the nicest of guys, right? 
Yeah, none is of that these like characters this, really are. Not This Is Us. The Will Sasso show? What was that called again? Like United We Fall. Yeah, didn't that have also a... Yeah, that had like a grandma. And she was kind she of spitfire too. Yeah, like, all, the, all the adults are nice to the kids in this, but it was just common stereotypes where it was just, this person is kind of mean to Keenan, this person is moral support, but is like, you know... I read one article them. that said that Keenan has to quit SNL if he wants to make a good show because it demands more of his time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be a little harsh, but yeah, I would wonder. I was wondering how he was going to be able to juggle both because they're doing both at the same time, right? Yes, and he's also got two kids of his own, who both girls. And sense. so when he told his wife about this, he was like, "She was like, I'm playing a dead person, or I'm dead." In that this really movie? reminds me of Council of Dads in that sense. Why didn't he just cast his two girls that they now want me in the show? Or did yeah, I don't say? think that that happens very often. Did it leave you off on any sort of cliffhanger for the next episodes? No, this is definitely going to be a one-off show. I mean, like. Yeah, one per episodic. Yeah, and I think that if you're like wanting to kill time, this is a fine show to watch. But when it comes to other shows on when when you say Tuesday night, Mm -hmm. that like the Young Rock show that we're gonna do, I feel like there's one or like probably any other show would do. So so it's just a simple comedy, and you don't see it going on and having room to grow. No, I know I said that before, but I, you're just disagreeing with some of the articles. Well, it's very, like, it's kind of isolated in its own way. Like, it, I don't see many opportunities for them to really productively like the grow the characters. can't extend itself? Or, yeah. Okay. It's got a 5.1 on IMDb, so not the highest rated, but if you are looking for funny content that's coming out with Kenan Thompson, apparently there's a Home Alone in the works. <laughs> what character is he going to play? I don't know. I think it's a reboot of the franchise. I think it's going to be, like, a completely different prop plot. He'll probably either be... Um, maybe one of the parents or, or a villain. The, yeah, or yeah. one of the kidnappers. Because he's not going to be playing the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike in this Unless show. Unless there's like a weird twist where they flip the thing, the, flip the script, and it's actually a bunch of kids like ganging up against this like person who's been left alone. I just don't understand why they're rebooting the Home Alone thing. Like we can do without another reboot. Okay, don't trash it before we even know anything about it. Is there anything else about the episode plot-wise that we need to go into that shouldn't have been there or should have been there no i mean like uh, one thing that happens in the episode is he has to make a cake for a bake sale and then by the very ending the father-in-law eats the cake it reminds me of the great north again because the there was the cake day episode i think it was the second episode where the kid had to pretend no one it was like a secret santa cake where he had to show it to the entire town and they weren't supposed to know who had made it yeah i mean it was supposed to be the outer layer of a pie and then inside was supposed to be the cake it's something they show at the very beginning of the episode is it like one of those new york fancy cronut things yeah it was supposed to kind of be like that but the thing was was that but in georgia an an on-running joke was that keenan never actually made any of the ingredients he always like would try to but then mess up so he would just then like pull just order it pre-baked or whatever and then like by the end of the episode that's the that's a joke he's like i finally made time to do this and then father-in-law was like i was in here was all it more day. a pie or a cake by the end it was more a cake the inside was a cake the outside was a pie okay because that reminds me of um what's the stupid celebrity couple ryan reynolds and blake lively mm-hmm. like apparently he enjoys pie for his birthday and so she was like trolling him online about the <laughs> fact that he's a monster because he doesn't like cake so that's what that yeah, i know of. that bill burr also like makes pie crusts this is just about kind that's of. so weird <laughs> why you just make pie crusts you don't actually yeah, he, literally make pie a, he has a tutorial on youtube where he makes pie crusts does he have a master class bill burr's that master be, class on pie crusts yeah. <laughs> that would be where he yells at you half the time <laughs> he does a gordon ramsay type bill burr all right that'll be where we leave it um thanks for listening 
And uh, so you give a Keenan a pass or a fail? Uh, I'll give it, I'm in the middle of the road. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>